Hey guys, this is Lindsay Hanover with the Divine Strength Podcast. And if you want to build a world-class communication skills, you should be listening to the Art of Communication Podcast with my very good friend, Greg Rice. Welcome to the Art of Communication, where entrepreneurs learn to grow their business more effectively through mastering their ability to connect to others. Whether you're looking to increase revenue, widen your network, or just getting others to buy into your vision, we'll help you dramatically transform your business and life by communicating more effectively, improving your leadership skills, and reinvesting time back into your family. You're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and your life, so let's start the conversation with your host, Greg Rice. Today I'm talking with Lindsay Hanover. Lindsay's a successful entrepreneur in the fitness industry. She's host of the Divine Strength Podcast, and she's a coach who helps women to be empowered and accomplish their dreams. And we have a lot of fun talking together. We get into a number of different topics like the power of the smile and how she tries to make everybody who she comes in contact with put a smile on their face. We talk about the importance of kindness and a positive mindset within communication. And we get into how women who are trying to build their own businesses or become leaders can communicate in more empowering ways. Lindsay's a lot of fun to talk to, and I know that you're going to leave this episode with a smile on your face. Lindsay, thank you for joining us. Super excited to have you on the Art of Communication podcast. I'm really excited about the positivity and energy I think you're going to be able to bring to the audience today. So thanks for joining. Ah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm ready to I'm ready to spread some more positivity and light out to the world. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. I think more of us need to take that that approach, right? Um, so many yeah. of us are so focused on ourselves and not worried enough about bringing positivity to others. I think when we can bring gratitude and joy and things yeah. like that to others, great things just happen, you know, and that's a great place to be. But on that point, love to just kind of go back and, and let you just share a little bit about your podcast, the Divine Strength Podcast kind of what led you down that path. It's kind of a, a pretty unique podcast, I think, pretty inspiring. Mm. I certainly recommend folks give that a listen. I'd love to just hear about kind of what you're trying to accomplish and where you're trying to take that. Well, it's funny because many, many years ago, I would say like six to eight years ago, my husband would always come home and be like, I listened to this podcast. I listened to this podcast. And I was like, can you shut up with these podcasts? Like, why are you <laughs> listening to them? And sure enough, here I am then going on iTunes and downloading podcasts and like researching them and reading them and like listening to all of them. And I'm like, wow. And I was like, this is really powerful. I was like, I wonder if one day I'll ever start a podcast. And then I was like, no, I don't have what it takes to start a podcast. Like I'm not a podcaster. Like I'm sure you have to go through some sort of certification. And just in the last four months, like it just kept coming up to me. It just kept hitting me in the stomach. And, and like my intuition was like, start the podcast, start the podcast. And I was like, no, I'm not starting the podcast. Like, I don't, what am I going to talk about? Who's going to listen to me? Like, what do I have to bring to the table? Like all of these negative, the mm -hmm. ego came right in. And sure as shit, I woke up one day and I was like, Justin, I'm starting the podcast. And he's like, okay, on what? And I was like, it's going to be divine strength and it's going to be all on female empowerment and spreading kindness. And it's what I want to do. And that, and he was like, okay. So it's really that she became born divine strength podcast and she is my baby and I love her. And it's really just a platform for me to bring on women that have gone through radical life transformations, changing their career, up leveling, up leveling their life, leaving a career, leaving a relationship. I mean, I bring on so many amazing women that like 
their stories are just so beautiful. And my hopes for this is to solely help women that are listening. Like, okay, if Lindsay did it, if Christine did it, if Sam did it, if Amanda, did, I could do it like, and give women listening a hope of like, okay, they went through that, that, and that, and they still rose up and they are still not like they're sharing their story and they still want to spread kindness. This is amazing because my biggest thing is every woman has a story. Like every single woman on this planet has a story. Every single person has a story and it's like, don't shy down. So that's really why I created this podcast. And once it started, I, I was super honest and was like, Hey guys, I was really hesitant to start this. I didn't know who would listen. And like within like three weeks, like my downloads went crazy. I've been celebrating and I'm just like, this is just, and I'm just having fun with it. So it's just my mm. mission now to really empower women and spread kindness on all levels. Yeah, no, that's tremendous. And, and, and excited to hear about the success that you've had in a short period of time. I think it goes probably back to your honesty, right? And yeah. your openness about being who you are and then just having really inspiring stories and folks on the show. Mm. Um, I think it has a really positive impact. Yeah. So I know you talked a good bit about kind of uh, interviewing women who have been through significant transformations, taking the lead in their lives or maybe taking the lead of say businesses or the lead professionally. Would love to hear your thoughts just on, I, I guess, so this is obviously a, a podcast focused on communication strategies mm. and skills, right? And I think when a, specifically when kind of a woman is trying to take over a leadership role, there's yeah. some unique challenges there from a communication perspective sometimes. They have a lot of perceptions potentially to overcome, which aren't valid, but they're there, right? So any thoughts you have on things that you've learned around communication strategies specifically for women who are in leadership roles? I think it, that's a great question and it's such a powerful question. I know so many women could benefit from this and for me obviously in the past owning a gym and now converting into running my own business and stuff was being so centered and grounded in who you are that mm -hmm. then when you're able to communicate and get your thoughts and feelings out without tying that negative emotion and setting those healthy boundaries can really take you to the next level. And I always like, I teach this to my girls and I teach this to everyone I try to come encounter with is you need to come across in a very um, loving way, knowing that the person's on the up, like the person on the other side of the room, their feelings are just as valid as yours are. So you can't go into an argument, especially when it comes to communication. Like you can't, like my husband and I were talking about this the other day, like in the past, we'd have to go into like a meeting or something and like you like work yourself up and like you get pumped and you're like, okay, I got this, I got this. And it's, it's really one of the worst things for you to do. It's like ground yourself, get ready. Like, what are the main things you want to talk about? Like mm -hmm. whoever you, I'm a big believer in God's source universe. So like whoever you believe in, ask them to work with you and be with you, but really come across in a calm, loving way. And you'll be able to get your message across. And I know um, obviously female empowerment, females, I, I personally believe they need to like stand up even more. It's like, no, just get your point across in a very loving, kind way, stand your ground, but set healthy boundaries around it. And that will definitely make a huge difference, but don't hype yourself up to the point where you're like, yeah, let's do this. Like I'm going to fuck shit up. Can I swear on here? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Can. <laughs> can I like, let's fuck shit up and stuff like that. And it's like, no, like just go, like just go into it very calm and like get your point across and it will work out. It'll be hard in the beginning but it will work out in the end. You just have to be so grounded in who you are and what you stand for. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And I can tell you in my own experience that 
you know, whether sales or presentations or kind of leading others, right? I, I get very focused around the message I want to deliver and I go yes. in and I deliver it and I feel mm -hmm. really good that I delivered it how I wanted to deliver it, but then I don't get the outcome that I wanted yeah. because I wasn't considering really the other folks in the room at all. I was like, this is yeah. my message. That's what I want to communicate. It's not about yeah. who they are, what they want, how they need to hear it. Mm -hmm. But when I've taken the time to understand the other folks and adapt to that, that's when great yeah. things happen. So it's really yeah. interesting. Now you mentioned boundaries a couple of times there. I'd love yeah. to hear a little bit more about what you mean by boundaries and, and maybe share some examples. For me, boundaries, it's again, going back to who you are and being so centered with what you stand for as a female or a male, and then setting healthy boundaries around communication and or in your business that you know are going to make you genuinely, genuinely happy. Like if it's not going to be good for you and the business, then you shouldn't do it. Like setting boundaries with say like a team or setting boundaries with even family and friends when it comes to communicating and stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. setting healthy boundaries that make you feel good. So for example, like setting a boundary, like in the past with our gym and stuff with our team, Justin and I made it a point not to really like hang out with them, like, and go out with them. Like we had our team stuff, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, we wanted to have that respect of like, okay, we, we are the gym owners. We are here. Like we are equal, but I also can't cross that line and like shoot the shit with you and hang out with you kind of that way. If that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. So you want to draw those healthy boundaries around that. And that it it's hard. It's really, really hard because People don't understand it on the other end. And that's a big thing too, is like, you don't have to justify why you are doing what you are doing or why you're saying no, or why you're saying yes, or why you can't attend something. It's, you have to do what's genuinely going to make you happy. And then what's going to be good for your business. And then what's going to be good for your team. And then obviously mm -hmm. your audience and listening. So if that makes sense, but I'm a huge advocate of setting like core boundaries that are going to benefit you and like help your business grow that way. Yeah. And there's so many layers to think about, right? What's yeah. good for you. What's good for that individual. What's good for the team. How will this be perceived? Mm -hmm. um, if I hang out with these folks, but not these other folks, yeah. no one can tell you what your boundaries are. Mm -hmm. You have to do them yourself and you have to do the research. You have to sit and listen like, okay, does that feel good? No. Okay. Maybe that's a boundary. <laughs> Does this feel good? Yeah. Okay. I'll definitely apply in that and do that, but you have to do what feels good for you. I can't, I can't like make your boundaries up for you and like what you want to do and tell you how to run your podcast. You're going to be like, who the hell are you? Like, no, that's you. <laughs> I definitely hear you. Definitely hear you. Now, something I love about you is kind of the positive mindset that you bring. And uh, what I've learned is that mindset has so much impact upon the communication that we have with others. Right. If I'm in a bad mood and I come home, um, I'm willing to be much more sensitive, willing to think if, if my wife is uh, short with me, right, that I did something wrong. She's angry with me yeah. or react in a really aggressive way negatively. Or if I'm in a good mood, I might be like, oh, no, it's not about me, you know, yeah. but that really bleeds into professional life and everything else that we do. Right. Yeah. Um, the mindset we have going into it. So, so I'd love to hear a little bit from you around how to get in a good positive mindset and, and how you help others do that. I've, so I've always been like a super positive, like outgoing, like go with the flow kind of girl. Like I, I have ta fearless tattooed on my left wrist because I just, I'm just so like open and willing to celebrating life. Like I celebrate like 
all of life's big and little moments. And it's like, we honestly make life too hard. Like we genuinely make life way too hard. We worry way too much about things like way too much about what people are thinking of us and other things. And they don't even care. So I've always been a super confident, positive person. And I've just in the past two years really focused on, okay, what can I do to continue to stay positive? And my main focus, I'm a huge, huge advocate of morning routine and really Mm -hmm. setting the tone for your day. I mean, just before we got on this recording, I told you how I went for a three mile walk with my husband. And that's something we do every single morning. We're outside, rain, cold, whatever, just getting in some fresh air. But I really take the time in the morning to set the tone for the day, how I want the day to go as my feet don't even hit the floor yet. And I'm instantly say like rip repeating to myself in my head, today's going to be a great day. Today's going to be a great day. Today's going to be a great day. So like the anxiety doesn't even like start to get it. Cause it's like, I have such a wall up with that, that I'm like, Nope, not today. Like you're not coming near me today. Like I'm so grounded in who I am. And I feel bad because so many times men and women, their feet don't even hit the floor and they're like, Oh shit. Like I got to get to this meeting and I got to do this podcast and I got to do this. And it's like, Whoa, you already went down this negative tangent. So I really make it a point to state and state it with power that today's going to be a great day. And I'll tell you what, every day is a great day. Like every day is a great day in my life, like in my world, in my bubble, in my house. And then I have like my morning coffee, the normal thing, but I then go into my office that I'm in obviously right now with you. And I sit down and I read something motivational or inspiring or spiritual that really like lightens up the mood and makes me think like, wow, okay, if they did this, I can do this. So it gets my brainwaves going of like a positive notion. And then I always write a letter to God source universe or my chief spiritual officer. And (laughs) I just start listing what I'm grateful for. And I go into so much detail. Like it's crazy. Like I'm like, I am so thankful for the dinner that Justin made last night. Like that barbecue salmon was so dang good. And like (laughs) the asparagus with it, like, but I just show much, I show so much love and appreciation towards what my day consisted of yesterday and what's coming today. So like today I obviously, I had you and I was like, I'm so pumped to talk to Greg. Like I can't wait to be on this podcast and like spread more kindness and like connect with him. And like, how amazing is this that I get to chat with him via zoom? Like, and I just went into like, it is so much more exciting. And then I take that energy with me throughout the day and I move it with me throughout the day. And I just say, I call, I stay in a high vibe all day of like, what's going right? What's going good. I have the littlest sticky note right here that says today is going to be a great day. Thank you for all the good news. And if I, I catch it. myself seeing that I'll say it like six times out loud and sure as sure as shit, things just happen for me. Like, th- like, and I don't want to say things just happen for me because I'm doing the work, mm-hmm. but positive things just come like they just come so easily because I'm in that high vibe and I'm in that like open and willing mindset. So I teach that to my girls. I teach that to my girls that I work with one-on-one. If literally people have asked me, people have legit asked me through this whole pandemic, like, how are you staying so positive? The world's falling apart. And I'm like, what do you mean? How am I staying so positive? Like you have to, like I have, I have the choice to stay positive or negative. I'm going to stay positive. I don't turn the news on as soon as I wake up. I don't even watch the news. I mean, 
the world could be healed right now and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I, I filter, I filter so many things on my Facebook, my Instagram. Like I don't like nothing. If you come on my phone and you look at it, it is like affirmation and like positive, bright colors. Like I'm very, those are my boundaries. I'm very protective of what I let in because I'm a huge believer of what you let out comes back to you, karma. And it does. So it's just, I've always been like this. And now I've actually like stepped into it more of like, okay, how can I help more women be positive? So I share with them my morning routine. It's their choice. If they want to do it, I share with them little things like, okay, take the news away or like, don't watch something scary before bed. Like, and that's just, I don't know. That's just what I do. And it, it works for me and it yeah. works great for me. But I know for a lot of women, it might be something totally different and that's fine. Like that's totally fine. And I'm cheering them on and supporting them that way, but that's what works for me. And I love it. Yeah. It's, I, that's really cool. Thank you for sharing that. I think that a lot of folks don't realize how much of a uh, 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 an effort it can take consistently to make sure that you're in a positive headspace. Like yeah. they, they're hoping to just be there naturally. And if they're not, they're like, I just, I'm just not happy then. It's not um, working. Why is it not working? And I'm like, well, it's not working. Cause you just said that, like they hear that they know that like whatever you put out, it's going to come back to you. Like full yeah. circle. it's all about perception and, and yes. getting yourself in that mindset. So that's really interesting. Yeah. Any thoughts on if I'm in a bad mind state in a specific situation, how I turn that around? Like say I'm about to go in a meeting, I'm in a bad headspace mm -hmm. and I need to get in a better place. Any thoughts on how to do that kind of, uh, I guess, as quickly or efficiently as you can? Yeah. I love this question. I got asked this too the other day on a podcast and the girl kind of just looked at me like, what? And it's like... <laughs> So say your morning started and you had an argument with your wife about something and you like, you're going into a busy work meeting or something. And you're just like, this is a big meeting. I got to make sure I'm focused. And you're just pissed off at what happened this morning. And then you're stuck behind your bus and then the red light and then your coffee spills. And it's like, okay, you want me to go into this like meeting and I have to be in a strong headspace. What do you want me to do? And I teach this to all my girls and I, I do it specifically. And at, heart, and at first it's a little challenging, but you have to state what you're grateful for. Why are you grateful for this meeting? Like what, like flip it and look for the positive of what this meeting is like, okay, how grateful I am that I, I, I have a wife that I can argue with, like <laughs> that I can have a wife that I can argue with, but I know she's going to be there when I get home and I'm going to call her when I get out of this meeting and like, yep my coffee spilt, but you know what? I'm thankful I had money in my account to buy coffee and I got stuck behind a red light in the school bus, but maybe that was my, like God source universe working through me to tell me to slow down. And like, it's okay. Like none of these things really matter. And I'm really grateful to be able to go into this meeting and pitch my idea and communicate and like, wow, how thankful that I get to go into a meeting and like talk with people and have a job and make really good money and bring it home to my family. So mm -hmm. it's hard to do that. Like, it's really like, I'll be like, what are you most grateful for right now? And like, my clients are like, what? And they're like, my world's <laughs> falling apart. What am I grateful for? And I'm like, yeah, what do you like? Are you grateful that you have a roof over your head? Like worst comes to worst. Let's go back to your senses, like smelling, seeing, touching, like, yeah. but there's always something and you have to slowly flip it. Like you have to slowly just start to like turn the page, like build the snowball. Like you just have to slowly do it. And like, 
it might not always be the most positive thing. Like if you hear me, I just said how grateful I am to have a wife that I fight with. Like that's really not the most positive thing, but like I have a companion that I can have an argument with, but I know I could go back after this meeting and make it better and communicate with her. So that's one of the main things I do to like shift my mindset. If something's not going correctly, I'm like, okay, what is this teaching me? Why is this happening? It's like something like that. And it, it makes a huge difference oh, and that helps tremendously. So I would definitely suggest doing that. Always look for the positive in the negative. Yeah, no, that's great. And, and something I, I try to do, I like to do when I'm, when my mind goes there is just, if I'm communicating with somebody, right, just think about the miracle that both of us exist and we're in the same space right now talking, right? The likelihood that, the, I don't know, 10 gazillion and one chance that I would exist as I am right here today and the 10 gazillion and one chance that you would exist right here today and then the 10 gazillion and one chance we'd be talking to each other live yeah. at the same time. It's all a miracle mm -hmm. if we think about it that yeah. way and it helps, it helps me not take it for granted sometimes. Yeah. And that's, for example, I, like I said to you, I wrote this morning, my letter, how grateful I am that I get to be on a podcast with you. And I'm a guest, like I'm constantly interviewing people. So like, this is so nice to talk to you. So like, I went into detail on how <laughs> nice this is, but I'm putting out like how grateful I am for this. So I wouldn't be surprised if in two, three weeks I get six more, five more, eight more speaking gigs to go on a podcast because I'm being so grateful for this one right now and so intentional mm -hmm. with it that it just lights me up. And that's the thing. You have to be super, if you want to be positive and then you want to stay in a, um, like a grateful state and high vibe, you need to be so grateful for what you have right now. Mm -hmm. So grateful for what you have right now. And a lot of people right now, especially with what we're going through, aren't really grateful for what we're going, like, aren't really grateful for what they have right now. And like, I'm living my best life over here. Like, I'm like, I'm like having fun sitting on my deck, drinking my wine and like <laughs> read, like decorating my house and buying all the house plants. Like I'm just having a good time. And people are literally looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Like, and I'm just <laughs> like, Hey, I'm in high vibe. If you don't want to come, that's cool. But that's where I protect my boundaries too. Yeah. Very cool. All comes back to boundaries. Yes. <laughs> now, as it's just saying topics a little bit, I know something that you're really focused on and you love to make other folks smile, right? Like yeah. you love to make other people smile. And that's actually a very strong lever when it comes to communication, right? As far as say first impressions, getting folks to kind of warm up to you or getting folks to listen to you, building that relationship. Like smiling is an important part of communication and authentic smiling, not fake smiling. Yeah. But I think a lot of us struggle to, how do we make other people smile, right? Do I tell a yeah. goofy joke? I'm nervous about that. How do I do that? So what are your thoughts on kind of, how do you get other people to smile? It's funny. Cause like, I love to make people smile and I love to make people laugh. Like I'm just huge into it and I'm really not that funny. Like I'm really not <laughs> that funny. It's just my energy just comes off that way. I'm going to bring it back to just genuinely caring, like genuinely sitting down, like put the phone away put the laptop away, make eye contact. I'm a huge believe like in eye contact, like even right now we're via zoom and I'm trying to make straight eye contact with you. <laughs> it's very hard because we're like, obviously screens are in between us, but make genuine eye contact with them. Like relax your body and genuinely like ask about their day. How's their day going? Like don't jump right into like the conversation of like the, like what you have to get to right away, unless it's super important that you have to get to it right away. But like, ask about their day. What's going on? Like, 
how's their mom? How's their dad? Like, and actually care and like, like listen, like really, really listen, relax your body and be super present in that moment and go back to being just super grateful for that moment. Like right now I'm personally struggling with where I'm in Connecticut. So we're mandated to wear masks and I'm personally struggling because I mean, I have a gorgeous smile. I love to (laughs) smile with people and I have this thing covering my face and I can't smile at people. So I'm literally like cheesing so hard under this mask and I have a very pretty (laughs) mask, but I'm like really making sure that you can see me. And like, my eyes are almost like so squinted because I'm just like, Oh, so now I'm like trying to show my compassion and love and like positiveness in a different way by like my body language of just genuinely being there and like smiling with my eyes and like using Mm -hmm. hand gestures or like if someone walks by me in the grocery store and like they have a nice mask on I'm like hey I really like your mask like and like just make them feel good and it makes a hell of a lot of difference but I'm telling you I'm struggling with these masks I'm like guys my my smile is my selling point so what are you doing like what are you doing here like you're you're hurting me but it's just like okay plot twist how am I going to learn now what to do but I'd bring it back to just being super attentive to them, just really Mm -hmm. sitting with them, listening to them. Like just if you were to have a cup of coffee or sit and like have a glass of wine with them, like just really be present with them, uh, understanding like whatever they say to you, whether it's good, bad, if they're struggling with something and just let your wall down to let them come to you. And the more you can do that, they'll feel even more comfortable and they'll leave that conversation then like, wow. I feel good. I'm going to now take this energy and go on with my day. Just like us right now. Like you're talking to me, we're working off each other's energy and like we're fired up. Well, you're pumped. You're ready. I'm sure you're going to go and kill the day. Well, I know I'm going to go and kill the day. Cause like, this is my first thing for the day. So I'm just like ready to go. And it's just being super in the moment and enjoying it. Yeah, no, that's, that's critical. And so many of us are not in the moment. I feel like I say that a lot, so many of us, but I, I I guess I struggle with it sometimes, you know, being in the moment instead of thinking about what I have to do later or what's the next question I want to ask or um, thinking about myself basically instead of them. So I think it's pretty critical. Yeah. Another topic I want to touch on here and then we'll start to wrap up a couple questions I'd like to ask everybody after that, but I want to be respectful of your time. But the the other topic I want to get into a bit is is motivation. Mm. You know, you owned a gym for a number of years. You were a, a personal trainer. And, and getting folks to be motivated consistently to transform their lives from a physical perspective, you know, their diet, their health, their working out is really hard to do. So I'd love to hear any guidance you have around how to motivate folks to transition and not just that moment of, okay, I want to be different, but doing yeah. that, but then keeping that six months, a year later, you know, how do you do that? My biggest thing with the gym and even now is they, they have to want it. Like for, that's the first first things first is they have to want it. And I've had the most, like owning the gym was the most eye-opening, beautiful, raw, like I'm so grateful to have owned that gym and be in the facility with my husband running a gym like that. And I was the lead um, trainer. So I really did more of like the communicating with the members and they were called warriors, communicating with the warriors and like owning like the floor. I always called it owning the floor and coaching and doing, but they had to want it first. So I set that stage with them first. I was like, okay, I'm going to give you all the, the tools, the tips, the tactical, t- like everything. Do you want this? Like, cause once you start, like 
I guarantee you it's going to feel good, but you have to want it. And once I was able to really pick up their energy and I'm a big energy picker up where like I can see like if they're in a good mood, if they're not in a good mood. And like I say, I always just portray such good, great energy all the time that they, they knew when they walked in the studio, they were like, okay, I got to let this go because she's going to kill me because she knows I can't bring <laughs> negative energy into the studio. Once they contagion. said to me, yeah. Once they said to me, they were ready and they were ready to go and like level up their life. It was like game changer. Like, and I, like, I believe in everyone. Like I have so much love for a lot of, a lot of people, even the people that don't really like say care for me. I still love them. Like I still love them. And it's once they can see that they have the ability and you give them that confidence and they see you walking around confident and in their power, but you're like, Hey, do you want to go get coffee? You're like, Hey, here's a high five. Or like, Hey, like you did really great in that push up, or like you did really like you look really strong today. Like you give them that compliment. Cause if you honestly think about it now, especially people aren't making that human interaction and people aren't getting positive compliments to each other. People aren't getting that positive light. Like you ninety mm-hmm. percent of the time you walk into an office or a meeting and it's negative. Nothing's really more positive. I mean, companies mm-hmm. are changing and doing more of that, but it's not as much as it should be right now. Um but bringing it back to the more you can be so grounded and present in who you are and they want to make the change and they want to do it, then the two forces coming together, magic, it's straight magic. And it's just, it's beautiful to see on my end because I'm like, wow, you went from this to this and all you had to do was say yes. Like you chose right there and you said yes. And it was beautiful. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. And it's a powerful switch to flip but a hard one to flip, you know, and it has to come uh, from them. You know, you can't force it. So that's interesting. So cool. So just a couple questions I like to share or or ask most folks I have on the show. First one is around uh, conversations. I really believe in the power of Mm. conversations to really shape and, and transform your life. So I love to ask guests if there's one conversation they can point to that had a really significant impact on the path that they took in their lives. It's funny because you asked, you sent the questions over to me before and stuff. And I'm like, oh, what conversation? I'm like trying to really think. And I'm like, oh, duh. The (laughs) conversation with, and this is, I talk about this too on my podcast, the conversation my now husband and I had when we first started, it was, I think it was like our first or second date. And we were young, obviously in our early twenties, I was still in college at the time. He was, I think two or three years into his business, very successful. And I think we were at like Panera bread and he just looked at me and he's like, so tell me, how do you want to live? And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> he's like, how, you know, how do you want to live? And I was like, what, what are you talking about? How do I, I, I don't know. I just want to make good money and buy nice purses and like have a nice car. What do you talk? Like, what? he was like, no, how do you want to live? Like, do you want to leave a legacy? Do you want to like, like not work crazy? Like, do you not want to be addicted to work? Like, what is, what is your perfect life look like? And I was just like, I don't know. Like, and I pushed that question away and then it really started to come up in the past two years, three years. And I was like, what did he mean by that? And I'm like, Oh my God. So that conversation back then I mean, it's crazy how things will like now come back full circle, like five Mm -hmm. years later, eight years later. But that question was 
such a pivotal moment in my life of, okay, how do I want to live? Because everyone asks you, what do you want to do? Or what's your career? Like, oh, do you have a good 401k? Or like, oh, you don't have the new shiny mansion yet? Like, why not? You're 28. Like, what's going on with you? You you suck at life. What's happening? And it's like, no, like, <laughs> genuinely, how do you want to live? Like, do you just want to be happy? Do you want to be peaceful? Like, what is the, what are the feelings behind that? Um, and that's one question when girls sign on with me to get coached by me. That's the first question I ask them. That's the first question wow. I ask them and it throws them for a loop and they give me the same expression that I know I gave my husband back in the day. And I'm just, they're just like, what do you mean by that? And I'm, <laughs> and we do a whole week on like breaking down how they want to live because we have for so long been told how we should live. So I'm helping them break the mold and like regrow the tree. So it's that question he asked me in that conversation, he asked me, hit at that point in time, but then it came back full circle about three years ago. Yeah, that's really interesting because yeah, uh, kind of the delayed impact of that, right? Um, so Really okay. delayed. And I was like, God damn it. Like, okay, would I, have, <laughs> would I have finished college? Would I have done this? Would I have done? Like, damn it, come on now. But now it's just like, wow, like, okay. Like it makes a hell of a lot of a difference now. And that's really anything I do in my life or what I want to project into the future of my life. I'm like, okay, is this lining up to how I want to live? Like, mm -hmm. does this benefit me? No, no. Yes. Let's fucking go. Like keep it rolling. But if it doesn't benefit me or add any value to me, I'm not going to do it. Love it. Love it. Second question. I get asked a lot about first impressions. Mm -hmm. So when folks, when you meet somebody for the first time, what is kind of the one thing they can do to uh, impress you might not be the right word, but kind of connect with you, right? Make mm -hmm. you feel like, Hey, this is somebody I want to get to know. I would bring it back to you, like you yourself, you have to be so like the most important relationship you have to have is with yourself. And if you are so happy with who you are, the work you do, the family you're in, the relationship you're in, the body you're in, like the car you drive, the house you have built, like your energy is just going to be so dang good that who wouldn't want to be around you? Like who wouldn't want to be around you? So if you're going into a meeting or on a call or on a zoom call or whatever, like you really want to be super present and super grounded in who you are and what you stand for and just be super happy with what you bring to the table. And like I said, my energy is just high vibe all the time. Like I'm just always like, okay, let's go. Here we go. So like I'm a lot for a lot of people when I walk into a room <laughs> and they don't know how to handle that. But then once I like calm down and sit down, they're like, okay, she's a really cool girl. Like she, like, I want to be around her more. Like, how is she so hyper? And I know a lot of people, like, I'm not like, Hey guys, like you guys listening, like, okay, shit, I gotta like pump myself up and like be high vibe and crazy. Like Lindsay, it's like, no, just be, just be you. And when you're yourself, people will naturally gravitate towards you. People will not good. I mean, nobody likes like a, like a fake person, like obviously like, and I can pick up on that really easily too. But the more present you are with yourself and you can actually make that connection and you're so comfortable with who you are and you don't lie and you don't put up a front and like you're not afraid to state your opinions and stuff, people will naturally gravitate towards you and make that conversation, make that meeting, that communication so, so much better. Like I, that's my biggest tip is just be so 
in with yourself that you feel so good that it just then comes out to everyone else. And then you could give to more people around you. But the first thing is the relationship with yourself has to be so strong. Yeah. So uh, being comfortably authentic and and obviously feeling really good about yourself coming from a very positive place. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Okay. Last question. Just as you think back about your journey to where you're at today and kind of all the things you've accomplished. (laughs) If you look back and you could have one communication skill in more abundance that would have made it a lot easier, what would that have been? You know, this is like a very powerful question. And I had to like really think about this because I was like, God damn it. And I've done a lot of things (laughs) in my life. Like I'm 28 and I have done and I have accomplished a lot of things in my life. And for that, I'm grateful for. But the one thing communication, I'm going to bring it back to boundaries setting my boundaries and my core values of what I believed in and not maybe not have jumped to the next thing that I think that I thought was going to make me happy or make other people happy. And just really being super in my own power stance of who I am and putting like the walls up to protect me and my boundaries and being so intentional of my core values. And okay, is this going to add to me? Is this not going to add to me? And just going back to, to the team and like setting the boundaries with your team and like not going overboard with certain things. And I I would say boundaries. That's my, that's, that's the first thing that came to me. So I was like, okay, go with it. Don't try to think of another answer. Like just go with that one. (laughs) It's a great answer. It's a great answer. It's funny because I've been getting very different answers from folks as they ask that question. That's I, I love when people ask like the same question on their podcast, but it's everyone answers it a different way. Like I always ask girls that come on mine, what's one thing you wish you could have told your younger self? And I don't ask mm. them. Like, I don't even tell them like you prepped me, which I love that. Like, thank you for prepping me because <laughs> if you didn't prep me, I would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I don't even tell my girls. I'm like, I'm going to ask you questions. Like we're just going to go. And I always ask them that question. And they're always just, there's like a pause and they're just like looking at me like, what the? and I'm like, what is like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? And they're like, Oh, and they tell me and and it's beautiful because everyone's answers are different. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I love when podcast hosts like ask the same question, but that everyone gives a different answer. Like it's so cool. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thanks again for the time. Really appreciate it. Um, Where can folks find you most easily? Where can they come check Um, you out? So everyone, I'm a huge Instagram gal. Like I am on there like that rainbow thing is around my face constantly. Like I'm mostly (laughs) on there. So I would love to hang out on Instagram. You guys can follow me at Lindsay underscore Hanover and uh, yeah, reach out, send me a message. Like I just love to communicate with people. I love to, if you're doing something big or little in your life, I'm a huge celebrator. So like, just let me know because I'm celebrating with you and cheering for you. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And then the podcast, the divine strength podcast, right? can find yep. it everywhere. Divine people strength listen podcast. To podcasts. Yeah. You could find it. You could find it everywhere. I mean, just type it in like divine. Yeah. Divine strength podcast. And it's empowering women and spreading kindness. And I drop some knowledge. I bring on, I do five episodes a week. So Monday and Friday are solo episodes. And then Tuesday through Thursday are guest episodes. And my, like, I'm not just saying it cause it's mine, but my guests are like, amazing every story is beautiful raw real and it's it's just amazing for any female or male out there i just had a a guy a girl message me the other day she's like my dad listened to your podcast and absolutely loved it i'm like okay all right here we go like i'm making it in the world hitting that older demographic like i got this i got this but it just made me happy so you guys can follow me there or just listen to my podcast at any time greg this was so much fun thank you 
Yeah, thank you. I really enjoyed it as well. Um, really appreciate all the positivity and, and joy that you brought to the audience and um, hoping they reach out and connect with you. I, I think it'd be really you. valuable for them to do so. So I hope everybody has a great day and, and thank you very much. Don't let the momentum stop now. Continue your path towards connecting at another level by joining the Communication Nation. We'll be discussing today's topics as well as more real-world solutions to transforming your life personally and professionally at facebook.com slash groups slash join the communication nation. Remember, you're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and life, and that conversation starts right here on The Art of Communication.